Talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. Rams open up Mountain West Conference basketball play tonight in, at New Mexico. And joining us from Albuquerque, it's Brian Roth. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. Oh, I had the mute button oh. on. What's going on? How are we, sir? <laughs> Doing fine, Brian. For a moment, I'm thinking... Am I have I hit the wrong button here? Have I screwed something up? So I'm glad I'm glad to no, know it was, it was on your end, not not on my end, Brian. Hey, I uh, hope you guys had a merry Christmas. We did, yeah. No, it was it was great. It was just uh, a few days just to kind of hang out and not have to worry about anything. Just completely unplug and and just do the family thing. So it was uh, it was fabulous, and now back out on the road. What was the best Christmas present you received, other than just being at home with the family? <laughs> or was that well, was that or was that a I, present? Was would being away on the road be a present sometimes? <laughs> so you know, it's funny these days. Um, I'm pretty much by myself, my own big present, right? <laughs> like, and my, and my wife kind of picks out her own like big present. And then I we see. Quote unquote, buy it for each other, right? Uh, so uh, a snowblower. If you can believe that, well, well, these, at this point in time, front range right now. Yeah. At least you don't live in Buffalo. Uh, Snow blower, yeah. probably a pretty nice thing yeah. to have at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, we we have a three car garage, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a big driveway. And for the last four years, I've been shoveling it, and it's just it's gotten to the point where it's just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no more, can't do it anymore. Just be careful with it, because didn't Joe Sackick have the snow blower? incident years ago yeah so be careful I, I okay think so right yeah like it got stuck and it's just like yeah. don't don't stick your hand in there right don't do that no no i think it's pretty com- much common sense is it isn't it <laughs> i mean I, I don't stick my hand underneath the lawnmower either sure you don't but, have to tell me to do that but we're men and sometimes we do stupid things brian we just do it's just <laughs> it's just in our dna well that nothing's gonna happen if i do that sure that's right yeah like like the, I'm a time, like the time my 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 two older brothers, my oldest brother dared my middle brother, hey, go ahead and stick that knife in that electric socket. Nothing's gonna happen. And sure enough, my my brother apparently did that, and fortunately he lived to, to well to tell the, the story about it. So anyway, moving on. Uh, let's before we talk about the the Rams opening up Mountain West Conference play against uh, uh, the Lobos tonight. Just kind of your, your takeaway, your thoughts about Jay Norvell's class, which a lot of people, a lot of the you know, rivals, 24-7, some of those sites, have ranked it as maybe the, the best recruiting class in all of the group of five, certainly the, the best recruiting class in the Mountain West. It's been, it was quite a haul for Jay Norvell in his first real actual full year of recruiting or opportunity to really come in, uh, you know, not having to hit the ground running in terms of recruiting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's clear now that uh, you know Jay Norvell has this thing on the on the right dire- right trajectory, and we knew it was going to be a big class, Jim. Thirty four, and um, you know they, they they still I think have six. Um, I think they have six left. That could be wrong. It could be five. They have five or six left, and so you know you you saw that second uh, you know recruiting window, the second signing day on February first coming up, but you know you keep those in your back pocket just because you know you you, you get to. Even even April, when when the when the, when the next transfer portal opens up, uh, you want to have the ability to go out and, and, and bring in some transfers, guys that 
uh, maybe didn't win a starting job that they thought they were going to win in spring football and then decide to transfer late, and, and you can go pick up a couple more transfers that way. But but the 34 guys that they signed is uh, is a massive number. I mean, you know, look, two years ago, I think it was two years ago, a year and a half ago, the NCAA, um, with all the guys that were transferring, decided to say, hey, look, you, you're not limited to just 25 um, signees in each recruiting class. You're now, and thank goodness for CSU because they needed this with so many guys leaving the program here this past season. But now you can sign as many as you as you need to to get you back to that 85 scholarship threshold. And so it gives you an idea of just how many how many scholarship guys the Rams were playing with here this past year. And I know we talked it many times uh, on your show here this past few months about you know the fact that the Rams are playing with 59 60 61 scholarship players right now and they're they're really uh, more of an FCS team rather than an FBS team so they signed 34 and you know they they beat out several Pac-12 schools for a bunch of their top guys and you know listen we, we talked about this last week Jay Norvell understands what he's looking for he's, he's been around the block I mean he's he has uh, done this a lot and he's done as a head coach now uh, for 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 seven years, and he has his recruiting blueprints. He knows exactly what he wants, and he was able to execute that at Nevada, and now even to a higher degree because of the facilities here at CSU, he was able to execute that here. And so, yeah, you you look at all the rankings, and you know CSU is right there at, at, at the top of the Mountain West. So that's good. That's step number one. <laughs> now the question is, uh, you know, rankings are one thing, but uh, um, how? comes to fruition and how it plays out in the field is, is the next thing so um, I'm excited to see what it what, what it brings and I think they have what 10 guys coming in here in the here in January enrolling early so that's also good including a like three offensive linemen that are coming in early so that's good all of it points to a bright future for CSU but it's just another step uh, in that direction CSU Rams play-by-play voice Brian Roth with us today on the team sports network I, I'm reluctant to ask this but I will have you even tried to pronounce the the kid from no. West Hills, California? I, I know that, who you're asking. No, I know who you're Ator, asking. No. and I'm not even going <laughs> to. They're going to have to start on one sleeve, you know, and go to the other sleeve. He has one of the longest last names I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Tim, I saw that, and in fact, uh, some folks hit me up on Twitter about that. Um, <laughs> they said, hey, good luck with this one. I was like, yeah, don't, I'll... Uh, I'll cross that bridge when I have to cross that bridge. For now, I'm just going to stay on the side and, and watch the river flow. <laughs> I, I don't uh, blame I'm you. Not crossing that bridge left <laughs> yet. <laughs> and, and look, we thought that uh, you know Albert Okuwegbunam with the Broncos was was challenging. Right. Holy, that is well, child's play compared to this name. No, exactly. But in, in, you know, you know what happens when you get names like that, right? I mean, you, you shorten it. Everybody shortens it, and all of a sudden, it becomes Albert O, right? And, Right. And that just becomes the thing that rolls off your tongue. And so that's probably what uh, what will happen here at this point. Next year or the year after, whenever this kid sees the field and if he becomes a contributor, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be just, just shorten it up. It's going to be a new nickname, whether the team gets it to, gives it to him or me uh, taking creative liberties in the broadcast to give him a nickname. But uh, that's the way that thing is going uh, to go. Yeah, Ator, and then it's U R I O N A B A A R E N. Let's see, E C H E A. I'm like I said, I'm not even. I'm just gonna spell it out for you there. I'm not even gonna try to say it. 
I wish you the best of luck with that, my friend, moving forward. Yeah, but those those are the type of ones that you'd rather have on your team because, A, you're going to say it over and over and over. And right? used to if, it. If, if yeah. you do end up pronouncing the whole thing, and then it's going to just click in your head to where you're just going to be able to – it's going to roll off your tongue. Now, the, the opposing announcers and the TV announcers that, that come in, you know, again, if he turns out to be a player – that then they're all going to be learning it basically for the first time and being like, uh, and it's just not going to roll off the tongue. So it's actually better to have that type of name on your team rather than on a, on a team that you're going to see in the middle of October. And thank God he's a tackle. Thank God he's an offensive lineman. He's not a wide receiver. <laughs> he's, not the, he's not the running back. He's not a quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's an yeah, offensive right. tackle. So you're which, every play. Yeah, not, not, to, not to knock those that, you know, the, the toil on the offensive line, but you're probably, in our industry, probably not going to say his name that often, at least you hope you don't have to say his yeah. name, that often moving forward. Right. All right, Brian right. Roth with us today from Albuquerque. Rams uh, take on New Mexico tonight. Number 22 team of the nation right now, New Mexico. And Richard Patino, most people probably know his dad, Rick, uh, very well, uh, has the, the Lobos playing some pretty good basketball right now. Well, to say the least, and, uh, you know, they have been one of the big surprises in the Mountain West Conference, Jim. I mean, I... I I had them, I think, at the start of the year. I had, I, I thought they were going to be much improved, and you know they were they were a 500 team in the in the conference last year, and um, had a couple of nice transfers that they brought in. I, I thought they were going to be improved. I, I had them fifth, but I don't think anybody, maybe outside of Albuquerque, saw that uh, New Mexico going 12 and 0 in non-conference play, and and not only that. Uh, Entering tonight's uh, you know Mountain West Conference opener against Colorado State as a nationally ranked team, which they are, they're ranked 22nd in the nation. All their metrics are really, really good. And so, you know what Richard Pitino has been able to do here in just his second season. Uh, and again, he's no spring chicken. Obviously, he spent a, a long while at the University of Minnesota before he was he was let go, and then you know obviously takes the job. I mean, he didn't even have a year in between. It was fired at Minnesota took the New Mexico job like a week later. And here in his second season, he's had uh, has the Lobos really, really playing good basketball. And they, they have a lot of talent. I mean, Jamal Mashburn Jr., Jalen House, both those guys, their dads played in the NBA. They've been around the Mountain West Conference for the past two years. And then, of course, you get a couple of uh, transfers that they brought in. Uh, you know, I mean, all of a sudden, it, it, it's gelled. And I, I, at this point, and you look at this Mountain West Conference, um, New Mexico has as good a chance as anybody of winning this thing, and I wouldn't have said that a month and a half ago. I really thought this was San Diego State's conference to take, and I thought they may run away with this thing. And obviously, we're just getting into conference play tonight, but but you know things have changed now, and I think this New Mexico team certainly has a shot of winning the conference. CSU Rams play-by-play voice Brian Roth joining us today from Albuquerque. Rams take on the Lobos tonight to open up Mountain West Conference play, and one of the things New Mexico's done well is rebound. Uh, they're 19th in the nation in uh, in rebounds per game. They're uh, seventh in fast break points, so they get on the glass and they get out and run. And they've been very successful doing that with this 12 and 0 start. Well, and you, and you look again. We talked about transfers, and, and they bring in a, a kid like Morris uh, Udeze, and he played Wichita State the last three seasons, and and was a very good player. Uh, and he goes six eight, two hundred and forty pounds, and he and he comes to, here to. To Albuquerque and Jim, and he's just been an absolute beast. I think against Northern Colorado earlier this year, he had 33 points, 16 rebounds, and he has just really given them, uh, you know, a lot of strength up on that front line. And and when you looked at New Mexico last year, of course they had Jalen House, who's I think I could 
with confidence, call him the fastest guard in the country. I mean, the, the dude's a lightning bolt. And then Jamal Mashburn Jr., of course, his dad, Jamal Mashburn, the former Kentucky star and, and, and NBA vet, um, you know, those two guys are, are good. And they're both guards. They're both under 6'2 six, six, and under. But what New Mexico lacked last year was, was some strength along that front line. And man, does Udeze provide that. And then also transfer from uh, uh, UMKC, Kansas City, a kid named Josiah Alec, who goes 6'8", 235. So you bring in the two transfers that both go 6'8", 240, 6'8", 235, respectively. And you've shored up what the problem was last season for New Mexico, which was nobody on the interior that, that can give you some strength, but they certainly have that now. Patrick Cartier had a breakout game against USC with 22 points. Isaiah Stevens, his normal steady self in that game, but the shooting was a real problem that loss to uh, to USC, Brian, and and that's something that's going to have to turn around for Nico Medved and the, and the Rams tonight. Got to shoot the ball better than they did against USC. I would think that they will, Jim, and I think sometimes that can be a little bit of an aberration and. And, you know, look, they, they were playing, and, and it's different sometimes, and, and I, I imagine that some of the high school coaches uh, around your area will, will talk about this as well, when all of a sudden you're playing in, in smaller gyms, not that, you know, Moby's small or the pit that they're playing at small tonight, but then you go to the Denver Coliseum, right? And then all of a sudden you have that huge background. And, and w- when you look at where they played last Wednesday night at the Footprint Center in, in Phoenix, the home of the Phoenix Suns, and, of course, the neutral court game and, and the, the arena, for the most part, is is empty, and you just have this vast background. And, and I think it affected CSU. And so now they're back into a more of a college-style arena. I mean, there'll still be 15,000 fans there tonight. So uh, it's not a barn by any, any stretch here at the pit, but it, it doesn't have that vastness to it, right? You don't have that just the depth of the background behind the the um, the, the baskets. And I think that, that affected CSU a little bit. Uh, and then, obviously, sometimes that stuff can be contagious, too, you know? Uh, <laughs> you get you get a bunch of guys missing shots. It just it just catches on, and it was just a poor shooting night. You know, he only hit five threes and shot fifteen percent from deep against USC in a game that I, uh, you know, we talked last week. I I, I thought they could have won. Um, certainly, uh, they shoot the ball better. That's a that's a game that's going right down to the wire instead of losing by nine. So I think I think they're going to be much better shooting the basketball here today uh, or tonight, and I, I'd be I'd be shocked. If, if they didn't come out, and, and you know, I'm not saying they're going to come out and, and hit 14, 15 threes, but I'd be shocked if they didn't come out and shoot 40% plus from, from three-point range tonight. 7 o'clock for that one tonight at the pit in Albuquerque, and then uh, the Rams get San Jose State coming up on uh, New Year, 2 o'clock, uh, actually on New Year's Eve, excuse me, uh, when it's uh, San Jose State and Tim Miles, former Rams coach, uh, coming into to Fort Collins this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know. So this this is the second year now for Tim. They're they're in San Jose, and of course Tim was at Nebraska for seven years. Ended up getting fired. Uh, was out of coaching for a year. Did some broadcasting uh, for uh, Fox Sports and FS1. Did some studio stuff. Did some games, and uh, wanted you know desperately wanted to get back into coaching. He took the San Jose State job, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, um, that could be the worst. <laughs> Certainly of of like the mid majors, that could be the worst job. In, in the country. I mean, San Jose State has the worst facilities in the Mountain West Conference and, and the worst basketball tradition in the Mountain West Conference. But, you know, Tim, Tim did a nice job last year with them. And, and, and you know, they, they, they still went 1-17 uh, in conference. They only won eight games. But, but you can see a little bit of that improvement, right, Jim? 
well, here this year, all of a sudden, they go nine and four in non conference. And, and it's like, whoa. I mean, look, now, now their, their non conference slate wasn't the strongest, nor should it be. I mean, you know, Tim's trying to, Tim's trying to schedule for wins in the non conference, not schedule to, to try to, you know, build up an NCAA resume, right? But they're nine and four now, and it'll be a lot of fun to see Tim coming back. And, you know, last year, you know, and, and Tim's a great guy. I had a chance to hang out with Tim last year when we went out to a San Jose. And, He's fabulous. He hasn't changed a bit, and he's probably the perfect guy for that job, bringing energy back into that San Jose State program. But, but um, you know, each and every year you, you you miss one road trip, and then one team misses coming to your place in an unbalanced Mountain West Conference schedule. San Jose State didn't come to Colorado State last year. So this will be the first time that Tim Miles has coached back at Moby Arena on Saturday afternoon from an opposing bench so it'll be a lot of fun to see tim back in moby arena he's going to get a very very warm reception ram fans still love tim miles for how he was able to to build that csu program back up really from from ground level and and, and lead him back to an ncaa caliber program back you know from 2007 up to 2012 so it'll be a lot of fun to get our old friend tim miles back at, at uh, moby arena on saturday